Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. Gentlemen, the time has come. We've seen the movies we want to see. We have our lists. We have everything. So let's just get started. Let's dive into 2017 in review now. Super laxatives. Super laxative. Let's do it. Let's let's. Uh, that was the perfect let's paint response this, to that text message. Let's paint this town brown, <laughs> fellas. Uh, oh boy, Cody, your biggest surprise of the year. Biggest surprise of the year. Yeah. Uh, like surprise, good movie. Any whatever way you want to take it. I mean, Split was good. So that surprised you that it would be good. It was yeah because M Night Shyamalan made it and he's a shitty person. Person? Well, Jared, I don't know if he's a shitty person. <laughs> he's, he's a wonderful a person. person. Not a great director, but that was a step forward. Oh, that's debatable. Okay, Josh, best be, biggest surprise. Uh, Power Rangers. Oh God, please stop. Thought it was gonna be a. Thought it was going to be a giant pile. Honestly, of that might be and, mine too, because it's. I was so surprised at how awful it was. So that worked. <laughs> ended up being kind of okay. It was, was kind of fun. Told the third actor into a new cartoon. They dragged a dead body like nine miles. I can't get over that, and nobody cared. Like, yeah, who cares? It's. I do. I do. Uh, biggest surprise for me I was, was uh, Wonderstruck. I knew nothing about it. Didn't see a trailer. I went to see it, and the surprise came in the fact that it was. Much like Shape of Water, it was incredibly. It was just. It was close to silent, and it totally worked. And that's my runner-up for best score of the year, of the year too. I just the music in that is just enchanting, and yeah, I just I I didn't know what to expect from it because I didn't know anything about it, and I was blown away. So not on my Listen, list, but your, I really is your number it. one. Um, the Book of Henry. So Cody, your biggest <laughs> disappointment. My biggest disappointment. I did not think about this at all. Um, Which makes your reactions oh so pure. So surreal until I remember something. My biggest disappointment. I'm gonna give TBH you... is probably um, just in recent memory. We can go by that. I'll add that into my uh, my qualifiers as uh, Phantom Thread. Really? Disappointment? Yeah. You gave it like a four star, right? Four stars. I mean, it was good. He was good, but I mean, okay. I was expecting there will be blood, blood level of a uh, movie, and okay. it was okay. Um, four, four is a pretty high rating for a just good movie. Well, I, I would say, I would that. say, Covenant is a disappointment too, and I gave that a four. So, it's and just, that that's on there too. Yeah. Think, but disappointment can be anything that falls underneath your expectations. So that's you know that that fits. But I'm gonna give you mine, and I think you're gonna take it. You're gonna jump on this too, Cody. My biggest disappointment of the year is Mr. Police, the movie. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, in, in like January, I just put together a list of my projected top ten of the year. And I'm, let me, that was your one, wasn't it? It was my number one of the year. And it was, 
a complete and total number pile one something of dog shit. Oh, it yeah, was horrible. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> You could have saved her, Mr. Police was the worst movie of this year. (laughs) Mr. Police, I gave you all the clues that I'd be terrible. I don't. It's not worth it. It's not even funny, bad. It's like, did Uh, you see Assassin's Creed? No, I skipped that. It was like that. It was basically the same movie. Michael Fassbender needs to just try a little bit harder. So my projected top ten was... Number 10, The Circle. Number 9, Blade Runner 2049. Number 8, Baby Driver. Number 7, Dunkirk. Number 6, Darkest Hour. Number 5, Molly's Game. Number 4, Murder on the Orient Express. Number 3, Alien Covenant. Number 2, Star Wars. And number 1, Mr. Police the Movie. So things things were... I mean, like there's a few movies on that list that actually made it to mine, but overall, Mr. Police just makes me... Having that as number 1 makes me look like an idiot, but I'm not going to take it down. Well, it's not your fault. God fucking damn it. I'm, that movie should have been good. It should have been so good, but it was just terrible. God. Uh, Josh, what's your biggest disappointment of the year? Is it Mr. Um, Police? A movie that I thought... No, God. Okay. Uh, it's Alien Covenant. Okay. See, I didn't think you were yeah, very hyped that, about that. Enough to be I disappointed. Was, I was. I, I'm not a huge... I told you guys, I'm not a massive Alien fan, but that first trailer got me so excited, and then I saw the movie, I was like, oh, this is, this is fine, I guess. What would, what would be your runner-up, then, for biggest disappointment? Um, like a movie that you thought was going to be good, but was bad. Or like something that was more disappointing. Um, I'm not... Let me pull this up. I don't know. Like. Okay, that's fine. Mr. I can't think of one. The bat. <laughs> All right, uh, favorite villain. Josh, why don't you start us off? I think we're all gonna. Uh, Kevin went. Kevin Wendell Crumb from Split. Never mind. Is he a villain? Yep. I thought he was kind, kind of, of a, a hero. hero, though. Too. The movie is a super villain origin story. He is the villain. Yeah, but what bad thing does he do? Like, it's not his fault. He's got multiple God. personalities. Why are you trying to vilify the mentally ill? Yeah, dude. Dude, seriously. Literally, the whole, the entire twist of the movie is that he's the villain. Yeah, but he's mentally ill. Of Josh. a three-part story. Wow, that's really insensitive, Cody. Do you want to oh, label him? Triggered. Do you want to call um, it the PC police? Wee you wee. Uh, on hey, bro. <laughs> bro, you marginalize the mental illness. <laughs> it's not PC, bro. No, I. But in all seriousness, though, Josh, I actually don't really think he's a villain. He was sympathetic to me, like in. Uh, what's that doesn't that mean that he's he not a villain. Kylo Ren is sympathetic too. Yeah, but he he's doesn't have ninety personalities. The guy's a, so. He's, he's made choices to make him the villain. Yeah. Kevin Wendell Crumb didn't make any choices. That's the hand he was dealt, and he did the only thing he knew how to do. The Horde is the villain. See, I don't think so. I thought you it would is. go with... Okay, well. Well, I, I think you and me have the same one, Mason. Cody, let's... I was going to go with what you're going to say. But can we make it canon that, thought about. Josh, that Kevin Wendell Crumb isn't a villain, Cody? I, I, I think that um, there's an argument to be made there. Okay, but so I also think that there's an argument made for Josh's point of view. I just don't want to get into an argument. So let's so so make something canon then. <laughs> we'll see in January 2019. So. Um, the girl was the actual villain. Anya Taylor Joy was the actual villain of the movie. Oh, right. No, she's one of the best heroes of the world. God, she's so fucking boring. Uh, God, she's Cody, so think, much better than Haley. You and I are gonna have. Sh- you think you're, you maybe I don't know. I I mean I also thought Josh was gonna say something different. What so. do you think he was gonna say? I think he was going to say my choice, which is Kylo Ren. Oh, that's not my choice. Really? I... I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> he was in consideration. Who's yours? Strickland Kevin from The Spacey. Shape of Water. 
Michael Shannon does play a hell of a villain. He he certified that when he shot a guy in the face and then dragged him by his cheek hole like <laughs> thirty feet cool. and then shot him again or whatever he did. I I loved. I mean, honestly, if it was played by if that character was played by, I don't know, literally anybody else, I'd be like, okay, that was cool. But be, Michael Shannon is just the greatest. So I kind of got. I'm gonna give it to him. I loved. I loved uh, Richard Strickland. He was the, he was the best. And the fingers. Ah, oh, the fingers. Ugh, so cool. Uh, funniest movie of the year, Cody. Funniest movie of the year? Yeah. Not a lot of choices, but. Um, like Thor Ragnarok, I guess. Okay. Josh. Nice. Uh, big sick. Yeah, mine too. So I didn't funny. see Big Sick yet. So good. It's Cody. See it. It's so good. It's on Amazon. So, Maybe I'll watch it this weekend. Maybe you guys could assign it to me for homework if you would hurry up. No, I have better things to assign. Uh, cool. Overrated, <laughs> Cody. Overrated movie of the year. Um, I think we both have the same one. I don't think. You... Stop making these <laughs> that's predictions. Kind of, that's guys. really, really uh, crazy, Josh, because I don't have one. Um, well, that's that's incredible that we have the same one. We've wow. been talking about it for the last fifty minutes, so. Oh, I guess you're right. Yeah, three billboards outside of Ebbing, oh, Missouri. Yeah, God. three billboards. Get some, get some class, you two. Are you yeah. gonna say "Call Me by Your Name"? You bet I am. Moonlight too. God, it was boring. It was so boring. It was ninety minutes of bike rides and then passionate dude sex and then peaches and it was fucking weird, man. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't know. I just, just, yeah. Timothy, Timothy Chalamet is not a good actor. His character was. I thought it was very, I thought it was good in it. it was but his, he's smoldering. It was as boring as the peach he violated. It was just oh, like. No. He, he I, was as good as Harry Styles was. No, he wasn't. Guys, you spoilers. Kn- he wasn't, and, and you did. know it, first of all. Second of all, like, I didn't buy the romantic chemistry at all. I, it, it actually felt kind of weird to me. Because, like, Hammer is, like, IRL, he's 29, and Chalamet is, like, 23, and he's still gangling weird, which freaks me out. But in canon, Chalamet plays a 17-year-old, and Hammer's character is, like, 23. And that was a little bit close to bad touch for me. Like, I felt uncomfortable, and yeah, I, didn't, make-believe. I didn't buy the romance at all. And there were just a million scenes that didn't do anything, that, like, nothing happened, just long shots holding on... Just them on their like they're like they get on their bikes and then they the shot holds and then they get on their bikes and go and they like come around the corner and the shot's still there and it's not for anything. And the Sif John Stevens music is good, but it just it's like it serves as narration, which I think was really stupid, and the score overall makes no sense. It just comes up at random times. It's just it's such a freaking boring movie, and I just don't like this is my that burden. ending scene was so good, though. It wasn't because it was just like there was no. It was, no, a, it was, so it was a filibuster. It wasn't a conversation. Like dialogue. Is that the, yeah. is that the, the scene from the trailer where uh, Michael Stoberg talks about the statue? No, it's yeah. where he he's like the you know, love has its way of finding our weakest spots and stuff like and crap. Yeah, like from that. the trailer. Was, uh, I didn't see the trailers, but uh, there wasn't a statue in it. I don't think at least. Well, it wasn't. He was talking about a piece of art. Oh, maybe. I don't know. But that that speech, it was nice, but it was no. It just kind of went on and on and on. Where like by the time he got to the ninth paragraph, I just like, what's the point of all of this? I like you, <laughs> I was, you're, you're shoving I was, like, emotionally in, hooked on that. You, you're shoving in like a hundred 
uh, a hundred inspirational quotes into a speech. It's like, just put it on a fucking sign or (laughs) cut down the scene. Like, don't just, and you also don't, also for me, you don't get to explain your whole movie in the last scene and then say, all right, my job's done. Like that, the things that he's saying should make some sort of sense and should come into play early in the movie and like throughout the entire movie. And it doesn't, it's just, you're tacking on a message that just isn't, is just not there, and I just I hated that movie. I hated Call Me by Your Name so much. I wanted so badly to to. Gosh, I tried to it's force. Just, it's myself. really too bad you hate gay people so much. <laughs> I liked Moonlight. You didn't like Moonlight, so we're even. Shit, uh, I think I'm worse because that makes me yeah. racist. It was so bad that I almost I was trying to force myself to fall asleep just so I could say I got through it and get through the the I would say hundred minutes of just nothing. And I don't know. It's just put a shirt on and go do something but reading your stupid little pamphlet books. I don't know. It just I hated it. <sighs> okay, so underrated of the year. Cody. I'm sorry. I know, I've, never, I've never heard anybody hate anything so much. I just hate it. Um, I've just hated underrated movie. movie of the year. I've hated more, Cody. Trust me. But this one just people um, are talking Mr. about Police, like it's the, the next, movie. Yeah. Is the most underrated movie of the year. Yeah. Ah, it should have been so much better. Um, I don't know. Underrated movies. I mean, I mean, all the movies I liked were pretty universally loved. So, okay. all right. If you don't have just like one that isn't I getting think, enough I, attention, I don't know. Yeah, um, underrated or overlooked, whatever you feel like. I think uh, people aren't giving Alien Covenant enough credit. I agree. <sighs> I think it's real good. For for what being good average being awesome it's an alien movie that makes it cool immediately because it has an awesome scene scene. at the beginning that's about it oh my god you are horrible josh what's your most underrated or overlooked of the year uh gerald's game oh that was a good one i think that's properly rated i don't i feel like it's getting a lot people are talking about it nobody's talking about it nobody's talking about it i've seen it on a ton of lists and to be fair it came out during the uh the stephen king assance so Okay, well then, if not Gerald's game, then either Gifted or a Ghost Story. Oh, maybe a Ghost People story. are talking. Uh, okay, a Ghost Story is not underrated either. I'm sorry. I've I've also a seen gifted. that on several lists. Your your answer is now Gifted. Congratulations. Okay. <laughs> okay. Gifted's the math movie, right? It's the smart kid yes. movie of the no. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had a smart kid really movie good. of the year. You had an ugly kid movie of the year, and you had a gay kid movie of the year. So. It was 2017 was lit. <laughs> Everybody was represented. For the record, he's not ugly. I know it's a deformity. Blah, blah, blah. It's just a joke. Okay, cool. Uh, underrated for and me. And shout out to Slate. That was really good, too. To what? Slate. Slate? I don't even know what that movie yeah. is. What the hell is that? It's Jacob Lattermore. I Guess don't know for any of these point. things that you're talking about. Slate? Yeah, well, it's really, really good. Like a movie? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's a movie about a rock. What? Who's in it? Jacob Blattermore. I've never heard of this thing. We're stopping down. It's really, really good. For me to figure out it's what the really hell good. this is. Jacob Blattermore. Oh, it's, it's, sl- it's called Slight, you idiot. It's not Slate. It's Slight. S-L-E-I-G-H-T. Is that Slight? That's Slight. Josh, oh my god. How how many other people have you said this to? 
Zero. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> you need to edit this, edit this podcast. <laughs> Josh. Oh, my God. I've heard multiple people call it Slate. Well, they're all wrong. It's <laughs> multiple called, people are it's, idiots. It, is he a magician in the movie? Because I see a playing card. Yeah. Okay. Probably about sleight of hand. Exactly. Oh, Josh. Sweetheart. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> my young child. Mark Ellis, Mark Ellis called it Slate. Okay, Mark well, Ellis. he's wrong. Sorry. But uh, my most underrated is Free Fire. Did you, did you guys see Free Fire? I started watching it. You didn't never finish? it. It's really good, and I. I was at work. I think I, yeah. I had to go do something. And it's it's randomly like I've seen just as many, like three and a half or four stars on Letterbox at least, like to which I think it's more than, like three and a half and four is perfectly fine for this movie. It's not life changing, but it's very entertaining, very fun. But I've seen almost as many like half star to one star, and it's like, what do you? What? Well, it all takes place in like the same room, right? Yeah, and it's like there's a lot of gunfighting. It's quippy, fun dialogue. Yeah, Army Hammer's in it, so that's one good movie he was in this year. Um, Savage. Uh, what's the guy? Who's the guy that always works with Neil Blomkamp? Ah, Charlotte Copley. Yeah, he was the best part. He might. I love that guy. Might have had my favorite uh, character. Did of the either year. of you guys see uh, Hardcore Henry? No. We suck, yeah. but he was amazing. Okay. Cool. He plays like a video game character. He's like Captain Price from Call of Duty. Captain Phasma. No. Oh, damn. All right, well, that's it for the superlatives. Uh, let's move on to our worst of the year. Uh, Cody, do you want to throw some out? Um, Mr. Police the movie. <laughs> God, so awful. Um, let's see, Mr. Police the movie was bad. Kong Skull Island. Oh, God. Um, that was fun. No, it so wasn't. Fucking awful. It was stupid. Yeah, it was. Stupid can be fun. No. Yeah. It wasn't this time. Yeah. Batman and Robin, sure. Kong Skull Island, no thank you. No. No. Oh, Honestly, no. what it was was um, I didn't like the way that the director responded to criticism like a fucking child. Yeah. But he was almost, was he, was almost he almost got to Scott Derrickson levels of too deep for you. Like it was <laughs> it was pretty impressive, the arrogance on display. Uh, yeah. Okay. If there's anything else I mean, I'm forgetting. Let me just look really quickly, see if there's anything I can okay. remember. I don't think that I really saw a lot of movies that I thought were going to be bad. Yeah. I kind of did this year. I, don't I know try why. to avoid those. Yeah. And... All right. Um, Hold on just one second. Well, th- we'll throw one out if you find it. But, Josh, why don't you go ahead with your list? I'm assuming you have one. Uh, So I have The Mummy, oh, which is this... I didn't hate. But... I, I, five, ten, what do you... Or this is, is this an order? Yeah, I guess this is five. Okay. It's five. They're not like in order except for my number one. Okay. Uh, so the mummy didn't hate it, but it's it's not good. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean five is garbage. Oh, stop. I don't know how you liked it? Grow up. It's fucking terrible. It's so uh, fun. Death Note. Jack no, it's Sparrow. not. It's so stupid. It's too long. Jack can't Sparrow isn't good fun, anymore. Though. Just yeah, Josh can't see would be fun. This one. Oh, interesting. Oh, sucks. how the tables have turned. Oh, how the turntables. Oh, how the DJ play that beat. Kong, Kong was silly. This was stupid. No. Kong was uh, incredibly uh, dumb. I hate okay, it. I thought of a couple more now okay. that I'm Throw here. them out real quick. We'll... Um, The Discovery, that was 2017, right? <sighs> yeah. It wasn't uh, that bad. It wasn't that good. Fast and Furious 8 was kind of dumb. <laughs> yeah, okay. Now, uh, you're just, now you're just being insulting. Now you're just finding circle, mediocre. The Circle was bad. Circle was fine. I and... Think. 
Death Note was garbage. You yeah. saw that? Why? Because I watched the anime. Because it's on Netflix. Okay. All right, Josh, keep going. So, going, so speaking of Death Note, it's going back to my list. Death Note, cool. garbage. Hated every second of it. Okay. Nat Wolf screamed like a little girl, and it was really confusing. Uh, 47 meters down. It was all a dream. I just saved you an hour and a half. I thought people liked that movie. Yeah, those people don't have taste. Uh, and then my worst movie of the year is Mother. What is your deal with Mother? I fucking hate this movie. Why? I don't think I have not hated a movie this much. But why? In a really long time. I don't honestly. There are things about it. I mean, just like looking, trying to be objective about it. Like the acting's great. Jennifer Lawrence is great. It's well shot. But what but, about like, it do you hate? It's just, it's a, a series of allegories for t- two hours that beats you over the head again and again and again, and just gets it's unnecessarily okay. like. But did you know what the, know the did best. you know what the bit was before you saw it? That it was uh, the Bible. Th- that it was the Bible. Yeah. Yeah, I knew that beforehand because okay. I didn't care. Um, I think that might but, be. I see for me in the theater. Theater, it was a much more like. I, I don't know if you listened to our Cody and I's episode about it, but I thought it was about social media for until I realized what it actually was. So that part of it was kind of intriguing, I guess. But like I the, I, the concept of it is great. It's I really think you're setting yourself up for but, failure by knowing what it is before you go into it. Well, I mean, also, I, I mean, I didn't like intentionally find out. Someone just, I just heard it in passing by somebody, I know, but, even but then, I didn't care. It's whatever. Sounds like you did. But <laughs> well, then I saw the movie. Yeah. And I thought, I, honestly, I thought I was going to love the movie because I was like, oh, that sounds like a really cool idea for a movie. And then I watched it. And within the last 15 minutes, I almost was ready to turn it off. Because when, when they eat the babies, you're, you're eating babies. It's hysterical. Like, it's an allegory. That was pretty Josh. fucking cool, dude. I was like, so like, it just like, I don't even know what the word to describe it was. Like, I wasn't offended, but I was just like, this well, is... they, they ate the blood of Christ. Yeah. They, they eat the body. Like, what it's the just fuck like the is this? Like, that's that's no, actual. Like, that's canon, though. I don't know if you know. I guess this. the best word is it's the most off-putting movie I've seen in years. But wh- and I, mean, I will you're, never you're right. ever it's, ever it's watch the it. Again. Rare, um, Donald Gleason misstep. Yeah, that's true. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, I was that was the whole joke. Okay. I have nothing to say. <laughs> I was waiting. I was like, oh, here's the punchline. Here's it comes. <laughs> the punchline <laughs> is that Donald Gleason has become my favorite actor for some reason. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think in a in a year where Kong Skull Island exists, I was happy to see a movie made by a director who was doing something, who was trying to do something new and trying to do something kind of yeah. That's, that's great. You got to do it well too. So I think he did it well. I just think the movies like when, I I said in the review once you once you figure out the bit of what it is, then it loses steam. Then it's like oh okay well that. You're just retelling the Bible. What else is there? And the answer, I think, is nothing. Yeah, that's the thing I thought was cool. See, I, th- I, I think you would have liked it if you hadn't known beforehand. But I guess we'll never know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I was expecting more of a... I hated this than just a general feeling of uneasiness. So, okay. It, My... just, it was insulting to me. I don't know. How was it insulting? It just like it felt like he was just preaching at me and doing it like not just preaching but like like punching me in the face with his message. Aronofsky. 
Like I was just like, oh, I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it. Well, that's what it. the movie is. That's what Alex. Don't you don't are. have to. You don't Once have you to realize what it is, I understand what you're trying to say. Yeah. What? Okay. But do you expect him to like stop doing it halfway through because he's like, oh, well, the audience? No, I expect it now. subtlety in good filmmaking and storytelling, not a series of allegories with no. It's not. It's like, not a series flow. of allegories. It's one allegory. It's the. It's the Old Testament. Like it's. it's there's you, more than. There's more than the Bible going on. I don't think so. There's the treatment of Mother Nature. There's an argument for social media too, Mason. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Well, fine. Here's my list of the shit piles of the year. Number ten is Kong Skull Island. It is might be the most uninspired. Well, actually, I have three more ahead of it, so maybe it's not. But <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the most it's no, it's uninspired. No Godzilla, it's one of the most uninspired blockbusters ever. It's as if I've used this line before, and I I like it, but. It's as if Jordan Boat Roberts said, aha, I'll make it like Apocalypse Now. And then he just stopped thinking of anything new, not even new, but anything interesting to do with it. It was just mindless action with characters that didn't matter. But unlike Godzilla, they blew their wad early, and Kong wasn't even a mystery. Not that a giant monkey could be interesting, but monkey. Um, Um, It was just... The movie is just as bad as Godzilla, so... Godzilla, I think Godzilla is at least is actually lives up to being visually spectacular. Like I think Uh, this is a movie that's desperately trying to be like Godzilla, and also Apocalypse Now, and it fails completely. And Cody, let's let's play a game. Tell me a name of a character in Kong Skull Island. No, oh no. Um, Don't say anything, Josh. Tom Hiddleston. Shit, that's the actor. Didn't uh, Brie Larson played a girl with a boy's name, didn't she? So, I don't know. Brie, Brie Larson's character was named Mason. <laughs> hey! That's how bad this movie is. You can't even remember what her character's name was when that's my name. <laughs> that's a sign of a shitty movie. I'm sorry, but Kongsville Island hated it. Just it was an it, that insulted me. I mean, I can't remember the name of anyone's name in Dunkirk. Tommy. Farrier. I don't know who any of these people are. Tommy is like the main kid, and Farrier was Tom Hardy, and they said it multiple times. Alex was Harry Styles. I don't. And I, I've seen that. I don't recall twice. Well, George was. um, Yeah, George, the dead kid from. Yeah. That other movie he was. Somehow, a movie that where people say nine words, I I know the characters' names more than Conkskilling, where they won't shut the hell up. God, what a waste. What a waste of time and money. Um, it's a movie I was like I was like mixed on, and then just the more further I've gotten away, the more I've just hated it. Just on principle. It's fun. Number nine, Brad Status. It's just... It's awful. I don't want to I heard know. that was really good. Well, See you heard that. wrong. It's so... Well, you also... No. It's so obnoxious and so stupid. I hated it. Uh, number eight is Bright... Uh, ta- if you want to talk about shoving, hitting you over the head with metaphors, <laughs> Bright should offend you much more than Mother, because that literally, <laughs> unlike Get Out, which kind of approaches racism with like a, like a like a perspective, this movie just says racism exists and does nothing else, and the movie's, it's and it's on top of that, it's like here's a fantasy world set in the real world. But it, the real world world is the same as, or like this fantasy world, quote unquote, is the same as ours. So like, God, what? It could have been so much cooler. And it, yeah, and it just was terrible. And it was this. 
it was sophomoric with how it used harsh language, and I don't care about harsh language, but there's you, there's a clear difference when somebody like Tarantino or Scorsese is using it, doggy, than how Max Landis uses it. This movie feels like it was written by and for eighth graders, and that's just. <laughs> I, Jesus, I'm sorry. Oh I, my god, that's awesome. It's it's, it's awful. Uh, number seven is Justice League. Somehow, this is the third worst blockbuster of the year. I don't, I don't know how, but it's just, God, enough. There's like, there's two redeemable things in this. It is just, it's, it's a chore. It's a chore to get through. Number six is Mr. Police. <laughs> We've talked about this. For those who don't get the joke, it's the snowman. But they had an ad campaign, which is the greatest ad campaign. <laughs> Mr. Police, I gave you all the clues, and guess what, Cody? There were no clues, and there was no letters addressed to Mr. Police in the whole movie. There was one letter addressed to Mr. Police. I don't think you read it on the screen. Were the clues that the movie sucked? God, so bad. That's what they were trying to tell us. Hey, DC fans, this is how you you handle a movie that you're excited for that sucks. You don't... I'm not not coming to the fence. You're not making a uh, a, a petition saying that I want the the Joe Nesba (laughs) cut of a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm not doing the mental gymnastics. You're not. Gonna, you're not going to line up at the door of the studio. No, with I would a, with a picket sign. Nope. Because you want to know why? I'm a rational oh, human no. being, and I can. Admit I would when do that just sucks. for the sign that says "Mr. Police." He could have saved her. He gave you all the clues. Because <laughs> I think it'd be funny. That's the yeah. only reason I would do it. Actually, that does sound funny, Cody. Let's go to LA. You and me. Let's do it. Uh, <laughs> number five is space between us. It's awful. It's like kid it's like it's another it's like a 13 year old kids movie and gary oldman's in it so i feel like that might disqualify him for darkest hour but he was actually pretty good in it but the twist was just he made me want to kill myself speaking of wanting to kill myself number four is valerian uh the (laughs) second worst blockbuster of the year dane dehan needs to stop acting uh nobody should be giving the apex predator (sighs) nobody should be giving luke basson money to do you don't even give him money to wash your car because he'll find a way to screw Valerian it up. Was, Valerian was a cool movie. It, what was the story of this movie? What was the eh, plot? Yeah, I don't know. The, but it was fun. It's not fun. You can't... Bad... Eh, no. No, no, no. No. Number three is Power Rangers. This killed me. So boring. Krispy Kreme was all over the place. It was also fun. Billy stopped being, having Asperger's. He died and then... They brought him back to life after, like I said, carrying him through the village at least nine miles and throwing him into a like a ravine, like to get to the Power Rangers Agreed. base where they brought him back. They had to throw him to, off a cliff, basically, and they didn't show that, which I'm bummed about. But God, remember, remember when they made a remember when they made a joke at the beginning about jerking off a bull? Isn't that funny? What that? What a way to start off a movie. Uh, <laughs> the characters were non-existent. The development was non-existent. The movie was just slapped together. It was horrible. My number two, and this time. is going to come as a surprise to you guys. My number two is The Book of Henry. What, really? Wow. Wow, I wonder what you hated more. See, Book that, of Henry's... I thought that was going to be on your top ten favorites. Book of Henry's terrible. There's nothing good about it, but at least it's funny terrible. Uh, But, like, a lot of the... like. The, Power Rangers is also kind of funny, terrible, but not as much. Uh, but this one is just—I mean, it lost a—it lost Colin Trevorrow Star Wars, and I feel like that's the greatest meme of all. He made a movie so bad 
that he just he got fired from a movie that he hadn't even started working in earnest on yet. And oh, he that wrote the script his, for Star Wars already. I, was it completed? I don't think it was completed. I think they're still working. He on was it. he was on like multiple drafts into it. Yeah. Okay. Well. Rip. Maybe don't make a shitty movie next time, Colin Trevorrow. Then you can keep your job. Sorry. Uh, but I've I've seen people say, oh, well, it's ambitious, but no, Am- ambition has to at least be interesting. Mason, this is not Mason, the least bit interesting. Mason, you sound full. You sound full robot right now. I didn't hear it. Oh well, guess okay. that's just me. Book of Henry really <laughs> broke my soul. So am you I broke your microphone too? Am I good? Am I good? I think it sound good. fine to good me. Now. Okay, cool. Well, Book of Henry is. It's not good. But my worst movie of the year, and this is a movie that I had to move up at the last minute because I've seen people say it's good. I even There's a guy that I respect who's been oh YouTubing my God. for a very long go, time. Go to hell. And he put this movie as his number three of the year. And I yeah. just, I feel he's, like I have to dig he's my, awesome. I have to dig my heels in because The Greatest Showman is the worst movie oh, I've seen ow. in the last five years. Jesus Christ. This... It it makes no... So tell me what you want to go. <laughs> now, see, the songs, the songs, as much as I hate them, they're not the worst part of the movie. The worst part of the movie is the screenplay. <laughs> so P.T. Barnum, his character, decides to put on this show thing, and he collects, like, the weirdos of society, bearded lady, uh, albinos, whatever, and... This is how he starts off his pitch to, like, a midget guy or little person or whatever the term is now. I don't know. Um, he's just he like, he, he, this is his recruiting. This is the only time we see him recruit somebody is this this guy. So I guess they're just assuming, well, this is what he does for everybody. His recruiting pitch is, if people are going to laugh at you, you might as well make some money off of it. And that's the actual line he says to this 40-year-old guy who looks nine. And from there, it's just... It's ins- it's just insulting on in- upon insulting my intelligence and the people who actually have to live these lives of being you know four feet tall forever. Like I don't. Who put it on number three in their list? Was it uh, Eric you're talking about? No, I don't want. He he oh. put it that high. Jesus. Yeah. He has no taste. Like, and it's not even. It's I'm something. not just being like I hate the music. Like it. The the screenplay is just terrible. Like Zendaya and Zac Efron's characters. They. They share maybe five lines of dialogue before he runs into a fire to save her, and then they're in love. It's just, it's that it's that poorly constructed, and the, and the, there's a scene where Hugh Jackman rides through New York on an elephant to get to that, his daughter's ballet amazing. recital. Oh my gosh! And he's just that like sitting phenomenal. on top waving, and it's it's one of those movies that I know in a musical you have to characters just going to have to burst into song. But this, they're just kind of sitting around, and then somebody just starts singing, and then it becomes a whole production. And just ah, the one good part of the movie is Rebecca Ferguson's singing, her lip syncing to that song is good, and that scene is good. She's not, she doesn't have a microphone for some reason. Like she's just on the stage, and it's like that 1800s or whatever. So I don't know how everybody's picking her up, but she's just really loud. She's just really loud, I guess. I know, but you, you can only go so far. Um, <laughs> yeah. But the Greatest Showman is the worst movie of the year, and I've it's it's probably better plotted and makes more sense, and is just overall a better movie than Book of Henry. But the fact that this is getting good reviews makes me is like I said, digging my heels on this. It has is like awful. a fifty. 
It has like a fifty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's a th- yeah, but the the audience score is at ninety percent. The Letterbox is three point well, four, and there's sixteen hundred five star reviews. And I people like it. It's, I am one of ninety seven half stars. Well, everybody's wrong in this one. I'm not. I'm not. I'm sorry. I know it's arrogant and all that. That's like everybody has their own opinion. But if what you if think I, this is a good I'm, movie, I'm gonna, you're wrong. You're just wrong. It's there's nothing gonna, good. What if about I see it? it and then I like it? That you do that all the time, and you do it just to spite me. So that doesn't surprise me. I know. So. That's the worst of the year. Power Rangers was fun. <sighs> Kill me. Let's move on to the best of the year, guys. Let's get out of the... Uh, okay. Josh, you're going first. Why don't you throw us your honorable mentions? Okay. Honorable mentions. All right. Honorable mentions. Do you want to list them off? Do you want me to talk yeah, about them? list or? them. Or do however, whatever okay. you want to say. Go for it. Okay. Coco, It, I, Tanya, Gerald's really? Game, I, Tanya Wind River. Really? I, Tanya, make it? Came so close, I wanted it in there, but wow. no. Uh, a Ghost Story, Raw, and Guardians of the Galaxy Two. A Ghost Story. I didn't think you liked it that much. That mo- that movie got very close to my top ten. What about that? I like that song. I, I, every time I thought about it, it climbed up and up and up. And wow. I, I love that movie. It's that's, so good. That's that's surprising. Remember that scene where she eats an entire. Unlike the other pie. Ghost A24 movie, but. Which one was that? The Nothing Comes at Night. There wasn't a ghost in that movie. I don't know. This stupid A24. It's not it's bad. Uh, d- no, it's not. It's Subtle just, and nuanced. Just because it doesn't have a gimmick doesn't mean it's bad. I don't know. Yeah, but just because it doesn't have a story means it's bad. It has a story. People are sick. We let them into the house. Uh oh, they're sick. Have they're lying characters. to us. Yes, it does. It doesn't have anything interesting happening. Joel Edgerton's pretty good. He shoots a baby. What are you talking about? Why? Yes. What is it? What is it with you and dead baby cinema of 2017, Josh? <laughs> I don't like. I don't I like watching babies die. <laughs> Cody, can we just kick him off? We have to. I think it's. I think it's inevitable at this point. You can't it's been a good. A it's been a good run, guys. <laughs> you, I'm sorry, Josh, but if you can't get on the dead baby train, then you just don't belong in this podcast. Because in this house. <laughs> Oh boy, Cody! Honorable mentions, fire away. Honorable mentions in no particular order. Okay. Um, Baby Driver, Wonder Woman, Thor, um, Alien Covenant, Spider Man, Get Out, Jumanji Two, John Wick Two, and a Ghost Story. What? Jumanji Two, really? That good? I liked it. I had a lot of fun watching that movie. Wow! And it wasn't even stupid or anything. It's good. It's good. I don't, I don't think it's not honorable mention worthy for me, but I'm glad I saw it. Cool. Uh, for me, I got a bunch of honorable mentions, actually. The Big Sick, uh, favorite <laughs> movie, one of my best comedy of the year, I think. Dunkirk did not make the list. Oh, wow. I don't know if I'm ever going to watch it again. Like, I saw it on, at home, and I was like, okay, I think I'm good. Uh, I mean, I'll watch, it, I'll watch it again for the rest of my life at some point, but I'm not rushing out to see it. And I, That's a big component of my top ten list. Personally, uh, just so you know. Beauty and the Beast is also an honorable mention. Uh, yep. I Tanya, honorable mention. Shape of Water did not make the list. Wow. Uh, also, Columbus. Oh. Did you guys see Columbus? No. I don't even know what that is. I didn't it's, know that was a thing. Haley Lou Richardson, one of the girls from Split, was in it. She's great. Like she's Her character is yeah. one of my five or ten favorites of the year. Loved her. John Cho's in it, too. But and but, She's uh, no Anya Taylor-Joy, but... You know. Yeah, because she can act. Uh, Brie Bullboards, Outside Ebbing, Missouri, and Phantom Thread. Those are my honorable mentions. 
So it be lit. All right, Josh, number ten. Number ten. Oh, is the and by shape the way, uh, if you if there's a movie that like if so, Josh is going to say Shape of Water. So instead of just going rigid like ten, nine, eight, seven, if you have a movie that's high, if you have the same movie but it's higher, let us know and we'll like jump around a little bit. So not to be so rigid. All right. Okay, I have the same movie, but it's higher. Okay, it's Shape of Water, right? Yeah. Okay. So, Josh, you want is it okay if we talk about that later? Yeah. Cool. Cody, number 10. My number 10 is War for the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Mine is higher. Josh, okay. Uh, okay. You're just doing this John Roca style? Yeah, I, th- I think it's fun. I think it's fun. Uh, <laughs> okay. And more of a conversation instead of, like, you know, just reading. Okay. Uh, my number 10 okay. is a movie that I'm shocked is a, the, isn't on both of your lists, but it's on mine. My number 10 is a ghost story. Uh, nice. I would actually say, so my list is, like, it's a combination of, like, like all my reviews and every summation I give, it's a combination of how good do I think a movie is and how much did I personally enjoy it, revisit it, yada, yada, yada. This is actually, I think this is the best movie of 2017, but I don't see myself watching it many more times, if at all. Uh, yeah, I can, I can attest to I that. Can't I've wait. tried to watch it again. Yeah. And it's, that movie is slow. Yeah, and it's just, it's, it's such really a, good, watch it. but it's V, V yeah. slow. It's such a theater experience, too. Like, just seeing that movie unravel and, like, going from literally hating it in the first act because it's... It's all the indie movie cliches I hate of like sparse dialogue, whispers, long takes. And then second act is great. And the third act is some of the best filmmaking I've seen of the year. Like that is, I I can't, I can't ignore that. But I also think it's an experience that I'm not going to have again when I'm not in the theater. But I recognize how great it is. And the, um, the speech that that guy gives, the last, like, the montage where he goes through time and then that last scene where he pulls the note out of the door. Oh, it disappears. That's so cool. Like, that's my, that's my favorite ending of the year overall. I just think that's so, it's it, it's just beautiful. Uh, so I I love to go story. I think it's great. Uh, Josh, you're number nine. All right. Can't believe I'm about to say this as my number nine. Star Wars, The Last Jedi. That's mine the higher. Okay. All right. See, that's uh, I I was I wasn't sure if that was going to be on your list because I feel like the chatter, the fanboy chatter, has gotten to you a little bit. No, no, no. Okay, cool. Uh, Cody, you're number nine. Um, fuck, shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> I almost just died in the game I'm playing, and that would have been so embarrassing. Yeah. My number nine is Logan, but it's on Josh's list, I imagine. So, cool. I'm higher. Just- Really, really exciting going right now. Uh, <laughs> my number nine is Molly's Game. Uh, not one of a few movies that I cried during this year, which was unexpected. Uh, it's it's this it's here on the list because I kind of could have given or taken the first like hour and a half, uh, but that last <laughs> like it it was good. It was Sorkin. It was really good. Are, uh, real good. The last forty five minutes is where it once it gets out of the past of like in the minutia of poker and stuff. Once it gets to, like, the character stuff and, like, people are able to give speeches and, like, this classic Sorkin dialogue, uh, it's just great. There's no Jobs v. Scully, but there's a couple of really great – Jobs v. Scully, Dawn of Justice. But there's a couple of really <laughs> great dialogue um, moments. I yeah, Idris Elba was really great in that yeah. movie. It's not, is, is it on your list? It's not on my list. Wow, um, I made my list before I saw it. Okay. So. It could be on your – okay. 
it, I mean, it, it belongs in the honorable mentions. Okay. It, it wasn't like one of my favorite, favorite movies of the year, but it was good. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I loved it. It's, uh, yeah. That, that Kevin Costner scene, the Idris Elba scene, I, it's just the greatest. And like I said, I well, I welled up. So that kind of locked it in as a movie that was going to be on my list. So, uh, Cody, you're number eight. My number eight is... Actually, sorry, Josh, you're number eight. Yes, that's what I thought. Yeah. Uh, my number eight is The Disaster Artist. Mine, but higher. Mine's okay. very, mine's a little bit higher, so let's hold off. Okay. <laughs> this is so much fun. It's so great. <laughs> uh, Cody, you're number eight. My number eight is Lady Bird. I switched. I have a list on Letterboxd, but I need to... I switched the movie around. Okay. Uh, jo- look, you want to talk about it now? I've got it higher up, but... We no, we well. can... Wait, I mean, let's just get. We'll, we'll talk about all the same movies. Okay, okay. We can wait. There's a lot of. There's a lot of. The, the, uh... the ass end of the list is always just. Yeah. Yeah, it was real good, but there's yeah. better. I didn't. I didn't expect us to have so many similarities when I came up with this idea because last year we were kind of all over the map, but this is fun. Um, so my number eight is Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Mine higher. Really? Wow! Cool. Yeah. Uh. Sweet. So, Cody, you're number seven. Or Josh, you're number seven. Sorry. Okay. Jeez, keep doing that. Uh, my number seven is The Big Sick. Not on my list. Well, it's honorable mentions, as you know. So you guys can talk about it's, it. It's so good. Yeah. It's it's just so perfectly written mm-hmm. as both a comedy and a drama. Yeah. It's, oh, my God. I was, I've never felt that, like, well, not ever, but, like, in a while, like, so, like, emotionally invested and laughing that much and that hard in a movie and like a couple things like i think that might revive the rom-com genre a little bit because instead of being like oh yeah nicholas sparks or 50 shades or adam sandler like we actually might get some good rom-coms so this is a a real movie yeah it's an actual film kamal Kamal nanjiani is just so i think Mm. he's incredible in the movie yeah just uh we need more of him yeah he's great he is great have you watched silicon valley no He's really, really good in that show. I should watch it. By the way, Josh, sorry to be this guy, but it's actually Kumail Nanjani, so can you just leave your racism at the door, and we can continue. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's fabulous. Um, is it the best? I can't think of the last. Maybe Silver Linings Playbook was the last great rom-com, but that wasn't even very – there wasn't much com as it was rom, so. Rom-com. I'm trying to think the last one I saw. I, I always thought that movie was like a – drama yeah it's yeah i think so too i can't i, I, wouldn't, saw, I wouldn't i never saw that like straight rom-coms nothing comes to mind so also also gotta shout out holly hunter because she's incredible in this movie yeah no jar of piss um, unfortunately so would have made the movie better <laughs> um <laughs> jesus yeah she's having a good she's having so, a, gonna have a good few months though between big six yeah, she's got incredibles yeah. too like damn hunter yep. sons yep what is she playing um She's the elastic person, isn't she? Elastic yeah, she's the elastic girl. Yeah. She's like a main character. She's I'm just the dumb. main character of the next movie. What? Of Incredibles 2, yeah. I won't let a woman... Yeah, I know. Worst of all, Cody, Jeez. the man is going to be the one at home. Oh my... <laughs> we're being we're being facetious, of course. This is Yes, great. we're joking, everybody. Yeah, well, I am. Cody. I'm, I'm joking, I just said it. Okay. <laughs> I mean... Kind of, but <laughs> Cody, your number, your number seven. My number seven is 
Darkest Hour, which I think should be higher now that I think about it, but I'm just going to keep it there. Okay. Um, this was a good year for history movies. Oh, yeah. And I'm just so happy that this movie was made. That movie um, had me hooked from the very beginning between the music and the performances. Um, and it's just a straight shot of just one of the most important men in the entire world or in, in, in all of history just being a badass really funny just asshole that is he's amazing yeah i agree heck of a movie didn't make my own mention this because i feel like that's one of the it's if you take if you take goldman out oldman out and switch him with like john slattery or something like that i don't think it's as it's as good but um but that doesn't take away from how awesome oldman is i mean the you can't reason with a tiger when your head is in its mouth. Like, my God, Jesus. he's so good. Jesus. Such a troll, too. He's a great guy. So, cool. Uh, my number six. Are you done, Cody, actually? Um, about Darkest Hour? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, my number six is The Disaster Artist. So, do we want to talk about it now? I'll talk about it now. Mine's a bit higher. But okay. Josh, I'm, you cool? I'm going to talk about it. Yeah. Oh, wait. Sorry. I jumped ahead. My number seven is Get Out. I didn't mean, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, we can talk about that. That's in my honorable mentions. Okay, Get Out. I mean, I spoke about it a little bit before. I think it's the movie of 2017. This is what this or Wonder Woman are going to be the ones we look back at and say that we remember. What's the movie of 2017? People are probably going to say one of those two. And I think Get Out is a movie that has, um. It's the smartest movie of the year, I think. It's um, It came out at, like, the perfect time. It came out in February, like, a month after Trump was inaugurated. And then <laughs> right after that was um, Charlottesville uh, and then the Anthem protests. And every single time that those, you know, these controversies or whatever related to that community and all that, the sunken place just is one of the first things that comes to mind, like, people tweeting about it. It's become part of... Uh, of the vernacular and i think that's that's what's going to make it last longer than any other movie is that we're just we're always going to be talking about referring to get out and making jokes about it and it just it's just this thing that it's like a movie that will probably come up at parties you know throughout the year it's like oh did you see get out you know oh this these scones are great by the way did you see that new get out picture you know (laughs) so you're gonna say that new black picture yeah (laughs) no uh maybe no uh, probably yes. There's nothing wrong with it. If no. you're going <laughs> I'm just but... of those people, of those people at those parties. That's something that they would probably say. So yes, I agree. Yeah. Uh, so I just I adored Get Out. So that's my number seven. Cody, <laughs> did you see that new black picture? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I didn't say it. You said it. Uh, Josh, for number six. Uh, my number six is Wonder Woman. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I yeah, I've talked about Wonder Woman, but I I love this movie. I, it's one of my favorite superhero movies. It made me feel the same way that Superman did, that Spider Man did, mm-hmm. and sexually confused. It's the one <laughs> uh, Gal Gadot's amazing. Guilty? Um, Is that what Patty it was? Jenkins. You feel Patty... guilty? Sure. Okay. Jesus, Patty Jenkins is great, um, and it's the best of the DC movies so far. The new DC movies mm-hmm. and probably gonna stay that way but man of steel exists. I, 
Yeah, but it's way better than Man. Well, not way better, but it's better than Man of Steel. It's way better than Batman vs Superman. It's a better theme song. It's not a better theme song. Don't even pretend. It sucks. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Garbage fucking theme. I'm gonna do a little tightrope balance and say that this Wonder Woman score is great, but Hans Zimmer's Superman is much better. So, no, uh, the, the Man of Steel score is better, but the Wonder well, Woman the theme, theme is better. I mean, the theme. I like Superman's theme better than Wonder Woman's. That's canon. Two, uh, two-thirds uh, well, majority. That's, well, two-thirds that's, majority. that's just your opinion, man. Whoa. Uh, I mean, Cody, what is your number six? Yeah, my number six is... Um, I think... Uh, but boy, why do I keep putting the list away? <laughs> um, it's The Shape of Water. Okay. Nice. Josh, does that come? Oh, yeah, it was your 10. Yeah, yeah talk was, about it. Oh, my, it was my 10, yeah. It's a great movie. I love it's, this movie. Um, yeah. Guillermo del Toro's, I feel like that's his dream movie. And I'm glad. I think, this, I think it's his best movie. I mean, I haven't seen Pan's Labyrinth. I can't comment on that. Okay. But no, it was great. Uh, Sally Hawkins was good. I loved the setting. I loved the Cold War. If you haven't learned that about me by now. <laughs> the Cold uh, War, even. It's, just, it's a very interesting time in our history. Right. Because people were so fucking stupid. <laughs> they just they didn't realize. <laughs> They're so dumb. Um, no, it's just I think that it captured the paranoia. It. That's exactly what would happen in real life. Right. Did the did the relationship get weird you out at all or did you buy that they were in love yeah it weirded me out it weirded bit. me out when they fucked but i mean yeah. other than that <laughs> it felt a little like throughout the movie like obviously i knew ahead of time what the movie what the relationship became but i expected it to be a little bit more overt because it felt a lot like you know like a person and their dog not the person <laughs> and the dog that they have weird sensual baths with i don't know i just, just strange, but hey, you know whatever floats your boat. People who dress. I mean, furry, she so. she said he had, she said he has a uh, yeah, a I dick, know. So yeah, yeah. just got a Cheney in there. So whatever. Uh, cool. Shape of water. Nice. Uh, my six is the disaster artist. So can, are we talking about it now, or do we want to wait? Well, my mine's right there. Mine's okay. the next one. We can talk about it right now if you want to. Mine's Josh. number five. It's my number five. Yeah, yeah. And yeah it's, it's my number eight. So. So, wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I just Dude, shrink him, my dude. We all we all saw the room for the first time this year, right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I showed I showed it to my friend. We had he made me turn it off halfway through. What a what a monster. Like he's actually your friend though. No friend would do that, though. He even had alcohol. It didn't it didn't help. But did you have chocolates? Did you bring oh, flowers? He doesn't say that, but those things happen. You're my princess. <laughs> cheap, 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 cheap. I mean, I it sucks that Franco's doing going through what Franco's going through and all that, but because this is just a great movie. I don't like it's and one of the funniest He's movies so of the year. My favorite performance, easily. Well, yeah, easily. It's close, but it's I can say it. Yeah, and it's just it makes you feel good too. It's like a feel good movie, you know. A feel good picture. It's a family picture. Yeah, yeah. Wow, I, I love it. I think Disaster Arts. Did it even get any nominations? 
It got uh, best original screenplay. or adapted screenplay. Uh, okay, cool, cool. Well, there's that's something, I guess. Cool. The one that didn't involve James Franco, they could give it to. Yeah, it's like, how do we recognize this movie without acknowledging that he exists? Hmm, let's see. Best adapted screenplay? He didn't write that, no? Okay, cool. But, I mean, the guy, he that was a Day-Lewis-like performance, I think, where he, like, how do, you be, how do you become Tommy Wiseau, a person who is only by like, definition a human? Like, it's it's amazing. What are you saying, Josh? It's like he, he's just such like he's on like just like on the surface it looks like he's just like doing a an impression but like it's a real performance and it's so good yeah like oh he's so good in the movie his moment with uh greg's mom where he wishes her happy birthday <laughs> kills me <laughs> just kills me cool yeah. all right josh your number five um my number five is blade runner 2049 wow i did not expect it to be that high me but higher it was almost higher, but... Wow. All right, well, we'll, we'll talk about it when it pops up on Cody's list. Okay. So, Cody, number five. Okay. It's Disaster Artist. Oh, that's right. Right, right, right. Okay. Uh, I also feel like we're going to have to talk about this one later. Uh, My number five is Star Wars The Last Jedi. Yeah, hold up on that. Okay, cool. <laughs> Josh, you're number four. I, how did... I don't, I okay, don't know I don't because know you're happened. you're a fanboy and I'm not and I don't I think the f- no I don't know how I don't know how Cody's is the highest up and mine is the farthest. We'll get there when we get there, my dude. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, da, da, da. Okay, so Josh, okay. what's your number four? Number four, uh, Baby Driver. Ah. I will. Is this on anyone else's or am I talking? Not on mine. Not in consideration. Okay. No. I love this movie so much this is my favorite Edgar Wright movie see that's I love everything that's what just, is like kind of that's what's turned me off to it is like people are like oh well this is easily the best Edgar Wright movie I'm, just I, like, mm. I'm not saying it's easily the best it's like after I've seen it multiple times it's like no I think this is becoming my favorite of his movies I just feel I see but myself like was, revisiting that the least of the like of his movies like I'll I'll watch Scott Pilgrim tomorrow I'll watch Hot Fuzz right movie. now Baby Driver, it's like, yeah, you know, I've had my chances to Baby buy it driver, relatively so, cheap. I mean, the, yeah. all of his movies, though, they're just, he's such a great director. Mm. Like, I just love his style. Okay. And Baby Driver is like, it's a, a, a weird thing. It's like, it's so Edgar Wright, but at the same time, it's like the least Edgar Wright yeah, movie. It's his, it's his first, well, I don't, I was going to say it's his first American it's, it's, movie, it's but it's Scott biggest, Pilgrim. It's his biggest movie. Um, Scott Pilgrim is his biggest but, movie. It's just... It's weird how it's also it's, a fast movie. Yeah, that's weird. What a coincidence. Well, it's close. Um, it's, but I don't know. Something about Baby Driver. It's just, it's so much. I've never, I haven't been that entertained in a really long time. And it's just everything about it, the way it's edited, the mm-hmm. soundtrack, the characters, the performance is even Kevin Spacey. Fuck him. But it just, you get to see him hit, get hit by a car. That's fun. Uh, just everything about it. I love the way this movie does everything it does from beginning to end so do you think that's gonna like legit though do you think that's gonna fall out of favor as the t- as time goes on because of him no, no because it's only gotten better for me as i i really liked it, when I first like saw it a, and i've grown to love it. as like a culture Just because of um it's like i love baby driver but uh kevin spacey's in it you know like when you like when you watch passion you know it's not gonna happen is that gonna happen with every kevin spacey movie 
probably. Wow. I think it might. It hasn't happened. It hasn't with me. There's. This, I. I would just. I would feel guilty liking Kevin Spacey. Like I. I, I mean, I'm not a ride or die for like, Kevin Spacey, but. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't like. I don't mean to be insensitive, but it's like, if we didn't like, we didn't know about that when the movie came out. So like, without being insensitive, I don't care. Okay. No, that's like, pretty insensitive. If, if, if a movie. If a movie came out today, then we already know. Then I'd be like, yeah, I don't want to see that. I'm not well, interested. But it we would already, get reshot. That... You know that. <laughs> Christopher Plummer would get Christopher Plummer in there. Yeah. Love that meme. But. Okay. Well. You're a like bit. I'm not gonna stop watching. <laughs> you hate. Um... Sorry. Sorry to inform I'm not gonna you. Stop. But... I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stop watching Usual Suspects just because Kevin Spacey sucks. <laughs> Jokes on you. I've never even seen that movie. Oh. It's good. It's real good. That I'm, that's more of a Brian Singer for me than a Kevin Spacey, though. <laughs> it's like, yeah, Brian Singer made this. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I just don't like him on principle. Just, I've never have. Uh, okay, Cody, your number four. My number four is Dunkirk. Ah. Okay. Is this, uh. on, is this on your list, Josh? No. Was it an mention? No. Wow, you really soured on it. No. I just I liked it. I I appreciate it more than I like it. Yeah, I well, we talked I this movie way. to death a little bit earlier. Yeah, um, it's amazing. So does the home say. viewing experience not factor into? I watched it at home. It's just as good. I watched it on my iPad at work. It's just as good. Okay. I watched it on a Tamagotchi, no. just like how it was supposed to be seen. <laughs> and a Japanese television. Yeah. Uh, I had it projected into my sunglasses, so just how Nolan wants you to watch it. Absolutely. Cool, dude. Any more thoughts on Dunkirk, then? Or... Love it. Yeah. Uh, so my number four, this is not on anybody else's list, both on this podcast and I think of anybody who's made a top ten movies of 2017 list, but it's on mine, and p- not purely for the fact that it's incredibly rewatchable and I can see myself... You know, hanging out watching this on a I Sunday. Think, I think I know what it is for the next fifty years or whatever. But my number four, my number four is Battle of the Sexes. Is that what you uh, thought? Is, do you, were you right, Josh? No, I thought I thought you were gonna I thought you were gonna say Molly's game. But okay, I already said Molly's game. That was my number Molly's nine. Game was like, yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Way to pay attention. Uh, no, Battle of the Sexes. It's a movie that has been like lost in time, and it's you know it's not getting much awards recognition or whatever, but. And I don't think it's an awards movie, really. It's just, I think it's really just really entertaining. It's, tennis is, like, low-key a really fun sport, not to watch, but for movies, because it's just, it's kind of like, it's like chess, but on a court where you got to position yourself in the right way, and, like, oh, if I overcompensate over here, then he's just going to nail me behind, so what do I, you know, it's very, (laughs) ha, oh, okay, 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 Cody, grow up, okay? (laughs) That's funny. Uh, <laughs> but uh, and then just the, the the kind of gender politics that go into it, I found was really was really cool. Um, and just the how it was a little bit maybe it, I can see why how somebody could say it was obnoxious with like women are treated this way, but they kind of were, and it was very true to life. And Emma Stone, her portraying her sexual awakening, I think was much better than Call Me by Your Name. Uh, that's this is my gay movie of the year, and I freaking love it. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, but like I said, the rewatchability is what really gets me. I had a smile on my face the entire time, and I could see myself revisiting this plenty, plenty more times. I think it's great, very underrated, uh, and 
just great performances entertaining movie sometimes you, sometimes you just want a good movie and that's what this is uh so josh you're number three i'm getting into it now number three is war for the planet of the apes monkey fight jesus well, why don't you josh this movie you and cody talk about it it's it's, it's good. It's, it's the culmination. Incredible. To me, this is the best of the trilogy, and it made this my second favorite trilogy of all time. But there are five. There are the actually five Pirates movies now, so that doesn't technically count, just so you know. It's Pirates trilogy. movies can go are away. Awesome. No. No, they're, they're the garbage. Um, so good. Why do you like those stupid movies so much? Oh I, we need to do an episode on the Pirates movies, I think. Can we not? Can we? Can you just talk into a mic for an hour, and that can be the episode? Only an hour. I don't like, I could give I don't like pirates on, on principle. I don't like pirates. Wow. Just as a, a thing. Pirates is. Because they are rapists. So is Kevin Spacey, but you were and they watch still his movies. Well, I was before I knew. <laughs> we're getting a lot of traction out of the Kevin Spacey. Thanks. Thanks, dude. Yeah, I, I, oh, we didn't make oh. enough fun of him on it when it happens so yeah, we I try to be like all sensitive when we should just be ridiculing him you know i don't know uh <laughs> but war for the planet of the apes josh yep i love it yeah it's movie. just it's yeah i mean we talked to death about it but i love it i don't know if you had anything else to add cody that's good yep very cool very, andy circus is great very cool uh cody <laughs> The cool fam. Your number three. My number three is Blade Runner 2049. Wow. Because it was a great movie. Uh, it's so good. Yeah, this was my this is my eight. So let's and this was Josh's fives. Wow, I cannot believe, Josh, you have it higher than I do. That's insane. Let's talk about it. Uh, I loved it. The only thing that I wish I could change that I think could make that kept this back from being like in my top two or three the the joy storyline his sex robot it just it didn't really have a place in the story it was like that maybe was a step too far of doing the really whole, this guy thinks he's a person that i was don't like, know it just didn't really tie, i, I think like it makes sense for, of the movie. It, it only tied into the plot to like get to, get us to the underground eye lady you know like it, and i think you could have gotten there without i, I feel like that. that she was included in the movie because it was an example of him trying to feel more human as a replicant. I know, but I kind of I got that because he was so. I got that because he he was so excited about the possibility of being Deckard's child, like that kind of that did the job for me. Whereas, I if you hey, it's neat that he wants to get his rocks off, but let's be real here. This is a two hour and forty five minute movie, and we're kind of got this storyline that's a bit of a hat on a hat. So, I don't know. That's my favorite term in the world. Hat in case you're wondering, yeah, I think it's I, it's so good. It's that makes me there. so happy for no reason. <laughs> because well, you immediately envision somebody wearing two hats, and that's just it's ridiculous. It's hilarious. So funny, uh, Josh. What were you saying about the joy storyline? That was one of my favorite parts of the movie. Oh, it's just that? like it was. I don't know. It just like it was a nice motivation for him in a way, and just I got emotionally connected to the two of them. So. I don't know. Weird. I was really into it. Uh, Josh is into robot fucking. <laughs> so, Cody, 
this is your number three. So why is it? Uh, what makes it so high? What puts it? At such a uh, Ryan Gosling's performance. Um, Harrison Ford actually Harrison Ford's acts so good. in it. Um, the cinematography is beautiful. The the world building that they did was amazing. To take a thirty year old movie and add effectively to the world is just I can't imagine and make how, it and make it good. I can't imagine the work that they put into it. How many times they must have watched the first one in order to uh, get the feel of the world right? Yeah, pretty great. Yeah, it's pretty great. But still, uh, love is my MVP of the movie. Sylvia Hex was incredible. She was very close to being my be- best villain of the year, but yeah, I didn't she feel was like she did. Cool. That that fist fight at the end is amazing. Yeah. I didn't, f- even though she had that awesome scene where she killed Robin Robin Wright. Uh, I didn't feel like she was nefarious enough to get my top spot because cheek drag was just the best. But I loved, <laughs> I loved love, just love, love, her. baby, love, love. Uh, cool. So, uh, we gonna move on from Blade Runner? Yeah. Cool. I am. My number three movie that I thought would be on one of your lists, Cody, but what? it doesn't seem like it's gonna be, is Logan Lucky. It was fine. Okay. But the I'm bear in the heist woods, boy. Cody. You're a heist boy, my dude. I am. I want to do. I'm not. That we should much do a heist, heist one of these days. That'd be. Fun. I'm okay with that. Um, just buy Grand Theft Auto Five. You can. Okay. Do some heists on there. Local local CFCU branch. What's up? Um, oh, no. If we're robbing a bank, it's going to be Dryden First National. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll figure all this out later. Just figure um, this out. Just not keeping. That's where they keep my money. Yeah. Oh. Okay. But you'll get you. It's covered by insurance, so it'll be fine. Oh, maybe you should then. No yeah. one would ever suspect it. Hey, can you edit this out? <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> uh logan lucky i mean it's it's steven soderbergh who made one of my favorite movies ever in oceans 11 making a heist movie that is 95 90 to 95 percent as good so just by that i had to put it on my list uh adam driver had a hell of a year playing kylo ren and matt or whatever his name was in this no matt that, matt's the radar <laughs> matt's technician. The, the radar technician clyde or i don't I can't remember what his name was but uh he was subtly great daniel craig oh my god he was amazing in that movie joe bang is another one one of my favorite characters of the year he sold that so beautifully the heist was great and um yeah soderbergh doing what he does best but the thing that kind of that i found interesting and that um this along with a couple other movies are this is like this is one of the movies that sort of unintentionally offered a sympathetic look at like Trump's America almost. I don't mean to overly politicize, but it's just you know these they're these are just a bunch of guys hanging out and you know going to NASCAR and working on their trucks and taking their kids to crap and working on the working in the mills or whatever. I don't know. It it was it was a romantic way of looking at people who have been and sometimes justifiably demonized. And I think that's all, like three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri with the with Rockwell's character. I think sometimes that's the point of movies is to show a different side of people. It's and, pronounced Missouri. Missouri, sorry. Missouri. Thank you. Uh, so Logan Lucky, I loved it. It was my favorite of the year for a really long time. Uh, but it got topped towards the end. So. I want. Are we gonna? Are we gonna hear what, what what's gonna top it pretty soon? Mm, huh? I think so. I think so. Oh wow, that's crazy. So we're down to number two, Josh. What is your number two movie of twenty seventeen? 
My number two came out all the way back, oh, beginning geez. of the year in January. Ah, jeez. Rejoice! It's split. It's split, fam. Say it. It's great. Say uh, fam. Yeah. Say it's split, fam. Fam. It's split, fam. Hey, all right. Good movie. Yeah, I love this movie. This movie, I've seen it like five times now. It gets better every time I watch it. Well, I've seen it six times, so why do you hate it? The ending, the I don't even whatever. I don't believe the ending. It's it's already it's already a great movie, and then the ending just makes it a completely different experience, mm-hmm. and it's amazing. And I need glass tomorrow, but I have to wait a year. So James McAvoy gives my favorite performance of the year. Really? And yep. Wow. Just overall, like lead is James Franco, but just overall is James McAvoy. Isn't he? Um, I think he's the lead in that, isn't he? I mean, he's not a lead character. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. Okay. I wouldn't consider him. I don't know. I don't know how that works. Um, but he's just—he's amazing. And the—I mean—I don't think the movie would work anywhere near as well without him. Yeah. And it's. It's just such a great movie. I'm so happy Shyamalan is back and making good movies. Well, for how long? And, and we have real. he's had one well, good movie. Let's calm down, dude. Two. Two Visi- good no, the visit was the, awful. The visit I'm was, sorry. The visit was really good. Cody, did no, you see that? Movie. I've never seen it. I can't comment. There's a it's, kid that raps, really and it's just the most cringy thing in the world. Yeah, everyone but Mason really too. liked him. Cody, look yeah, it up on awesome. YouTube it's and funny. listen to him rap. It's not funny. It's just it may, it'll make it you want to kill yourself. It's so. All right, let's listen really to it. I'm gonna pull it up. Everyone in right my everyone in my theater loved it. Well, Co- so. Josh, as you know, Cody is the swing vote here, and if he's majority rules on the real thing, it's cringy. Podcast. If he thinks it's cringy, it's canon cringy. You have so. to watch it in the context of the movie. All right, um, the visit rap. It's it's not good. It's great. Let that be known. So it's glass, and then what? Do we know what comes after glass? Like, does he? Is this gonna? No, that's that's it. Oh, that's it. Oh, so it's gonna be like a trilogy. Yeah. Okay. The whole idea of it is that Unbreakable is the the superhero origin, the supervillain origin, and now we have part three brings them together. Okay. And it's genius. Is it though? Oh yeah, this movie's fake found footage. I forgot. Cody, you listening to it? It's the, is it the credits? Yeah. His name is T Diamond. He's got a chain. It's great. Cody, what's the verdict? Cringe or no cringe? Hold on. Okay. I'm listening to it. He's really bad at it. <laughs> I'm, just, no, I, I'm more confused. As, why is his sister just standing there, doing her makeup in the background, like? That, One of the lines the is adult adult diapers come in many a names. I just wanted that to be on the record. Oh, visit was so good. All right, Cody. Top ten of twenty fifteen. Make your call. <laughs> cringe or not cringe? Um, it's not great. Is it cringe? Pretty cringy. Hey, Cannon. I'm wincing. It's supposed. To, it's supposed to be cringy though. I know, which makes it bad. No, it doesn't. Yes, that's the pull point. Yes. I win. Cannon. No, it's not. No, Cannon it stamp. Boom. Oh, no. Split. Got it. Cody, your number, number two. two. Split. Go. Is Star Wars The Last Jedi. Wow. Why is your number one? This is the mystery. Soon. I think it's going to surprise you. Oh, my God. I think it is. Yeah, it is. 
Um, not, like we said in two and a half hours talking about it. Yeah. Um, the Last Jedi has its problems, but at the end of the day, it's a fucking Star Wars movie. Yeah, it was my number five, and I don't. I'm in the belief that I don't care how, and not that I think it's bad, but I don't care how quote unquote unenjoyable or stupid the Rose Finn stuff is. Luke and Ray, their whole bit is incredible. Yeah, like Luke that. that Kyla or Kylo Ren and Ray. Well, Luke, Ray, Kylo Ren. That whole everything but is just fantastic. Uh, the throne room scene. Ray going into the hole, Ray and just Ray and Luke's interactions, Yoda, the I mean, just the, everything about it. It's shit, man. It's, one bad part about a movie, or guess a couple of bad parts about a movie, doesn't mean it's bad. No, I mean um, you seem to be the most down. I was on the it most down all, on all three it. of us. Here I yeah. am. Uh, it's the highest on the list because you took a step back and realized exactly what you just said. That nothing, nothing. No, Finn and Ray or Finn and whatever her name is Rose stuff undermines Rose. how awesome everything else is. Exactly. If that doesn't become the movie doesn't become a nine because this little tiny part of it's a seven. It stays a ten because it's it's like an eleven even eleven out of ten. It's so good. So eh. that's not how math works, but okay. You know what? <laughs> don't tell. Don't 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 lecture me. I do I do stats. I I number sometime. Don't lecture me, Obi Wan. Yeah, exactly. I see through the eyes of the Jedi. <laughs> we need to talk about that. You put Revenge of the Sith above Jedi. What is wrong with you? Jedi is not good. It's it's good, but it's uh, yes, it is. It's rough. It's a great movie. Let's build another. It's better Death than Star. the Last Jedi. No, that's not true. Yeah, that's not true. It at all. is. You two need to rewatch Return of the Jedi. I love Return of the Jedi. I love that movie. Yeah, but I it's a thing. It, Gets pulled down by those fucking Ewoks. They're just garbage. There's nothing wrong with the Ewoks. Everything oh my god, is wrong with the Ewoks. They make no yeah, sense. I, I I hated Ewoks when I was 14, and then I grew up. So, okay. yeah, that doesn't make you sound like an asshole at all. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and I'm the jerk for saying that Marvel makes movies for kids. But okay, sure, whatever. Hey, and, I get one. Yeah, I get, but I don't apparently. Josh, Joshua. Asshole Neil. What voice was that? You need to think like thinking. I don't know. No, no, we can't talk about this. I'm not getting into a Star Wars debate right now. That'll, that'll to... come later because I win all the Star Wars. I win all the debates. Really, we're not doing debates anymore. Yeah. You you win all of them. Cowards. Not... You're cowards. You are cowards. 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 Okay. So well, the only problem, no one thinks academically, yeah. and that's that's my problem. <laughs> uh, source source your work, right, Cody? Exactly. <laughs> Chicago style, preferably. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Arabian. Nobody oh. uses Chicago. I had to do Chicago style, and I hated it for no reason. Cause well, I am. Uh, we don't do that yeah. in the history <laughs> <laughs> uh, So, my number two is uh, something we mentioned earlier on Cody's list, not Josh's, because he has no taste. Uh, my number two is Lady Bird, the movie. Great movie. <laughs> what a refreshing. Stop. What a refreshing movie that you don't. It's just, it's about real life. And I know that comes off as like, that can come off as a little bit too pretentious or whatever, but this movie is the furthest thing from pretentious. It does feel like, these do feel like real people with real problems and in a real time and place. And, you know, the fact that I'm able to put it at number two, despite the fact that it has Timothy Chalamet in it, is only a testament to how good of a director Greta Gerwig is because she knows 
that he's a little hipster douche or whatever, and that the only way to use him is to <laughs> cast him as a hipster douche. But uh, Lady Bird, I mean, there's so many great little moments of, like, Tracy Letts, his character, just secretly helping her get into the college she wants, and then when he goes to the job interview and he runs into his son who's applying for the same job, like... That hurt. It, it did, but it's so it's so real. Like, you know people who have, you know, and this, is, this isn't this is even a recession movie. This is like a just after 9-11, economy's still pretty good movie. Um, at least in, like, the timeline stuff. And Saoirse Ronan's just incredible. Her relationship with um, her friend who... Uh, played by Jonah Hill's sister, Beanie Feldstein. Uh, such a cliched relationship that they were able to breed new life into. And her character was uh, very much a lover or hater, but I just I fell in love with her. I think Lady Bird was just awesome. Uh, the uh, What's his name? The kid from Manchester by the Sea. Lucas Hedges' character, subtly really, really good. Fascinatingly well-written, and their whole relationship dynamic's awesome. The, the fucking nun... Second best nun in movie history is the nun in this movie who laughs at, like, in a relationship with Jesus or whatever they did to her car. She thought it was funny. Love her. Uh, she's second behind the Conjuring nun, by the way, in case you guys are wondering. And above really? all, And above all, the sisters and sister act. Just the first <laughs> one, though. Just the first. Uh, but I just, I just, uh, I adore Lady Bird, obviously. And, uh, yeah. So, right. Josh. Cool. Your number one is. We all know what my number one is. Come on. I know this is this sucks because the last two years, the last two years we've done this, you've had like a whoa, didn't see that coming. And this year, it's like your favorite movie's been the same for like nine months. You suck. Yeah. You suck. I'm I'm sorry that my I'm sorry that my heart tells me what to say. Mine does too. Mine just. But my body. My body. This done me is. I don't force these things. This Logan is, is the rhythm of the, of the night. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name of that song? Is that the name of that song? The rhythm, of the, rhythm of the night. Because I'm going to listen to it. This I is the rhythm really like of my song. life. Uh, I, I will give. talk about it or do we get to skip? I like. Uh, I just want to give my little bit out here real quick that you're going to like. That along with uh, a ghost story is my second favorite ending of the year. With the with the cross turning into an X, yeah. damn son, that was pretty cool. That's Fuck. my that's my favorite scene of the year. Yeah, so. that's pretty great. Uh, but what do you like about Logan? You have thirty seconds. I just uh, to me, I mean, I've said it. It's my favorite superhero movie. Hugh Jackman, Patrick Stewart, Daphne Keene, the no, the take take violence, the uh, story, the way it brings everything to a close after seventeen years. It's perfect. It's emotional. I've never felt more depressed but also emotionally satisfied with a superhero movie ever or most movies ever if i was making a top 50 it would be in there i love this movie it's my favorite movie of the year it's 30 seconds go okay uh cody one minute retort no uh Jesus, <laughs> you can for me <laughs> I just, since we're it's the end of the year episode i'll just chime in a little bit i think it's a little bit too long uh i without it's knowing like that it hours. was in there it was it just felt long the pacing was a little off like uh it dragged in spots um and my first reaction to seeing X whatever the other Logan, I didn't know X-23. he was in it, and I laughed at that. And I don't think that's <laughs> what you're supposed to do. Oh, and I you're talking about Laura. No, no, no. She was great. Uh, that was a little having like, oh, here's other young Logan. Like I get what they're doing dramatically, but it felt a little bit Saturday morning cartoony to me in a movie that just didn't lean into that at all. Um, I thought it fit. Yeah, I. It it fit. 
like I said, it fit thematically, but for me, it's just I get what you're saying. It was a little just for silly. me, it worked. Yeah, that's fine. That's that's cool. I mean, Laura was awesome, so that sort of counterbalanced it. Um, and the violence also, yeah, you know, it was cool. To me, that was it was. I, I I've been waiting to see Wolverine be yeah. that violent forever. So, yeah. it, I mean, to me, the movie wouldn't be any worse yeah. or any better with or without the violence. It's just it's nice to see them finally give them that kind of budget and go all out. Right. So. And that's another movie that, um, like Get Out and uh, what else? I guess Three Billboards kind of, that uh, s- was made and sort of gained a, an added amount of relevancy by the times of that it arrived in. Because I said on the yeah. podcast, I mean, the, the final act is a blonde asshole named Donald and his and his goons chasing down a bunch of little brown kids by the Mexican border. <laughs> I mean, I they didn't do do it with that intention, but the at the end of the day, that's that's the message that it sent to me, and it was that made it that was the most harrowing thing I saw. There's just these kids and that are somehow a threat, and just because they're different and not from here, so it that added a little bit of political heft. But yeah. I was also looking through my uh, other years, and this I just realized this is the first superhero movie I've had as a favorite of the year in ten years. Uh, so the last one was, let's see. The Dark Knight. No. Uh, fa- oh, no, no. Fantastic Four 2 Rise of the Silver Surfer came out in 2007. <laughs> so you're, li- you're off by it's 11 year. years, dude. Come on. Yeah, come on, Josh. Seriously. Jesus. Sad. Uh, <laughs> cool. Any further thoughts on Logan, Josh, or Cody? I've talked to death about it. It's a Logan, good movie. Or... Very good. It was on your list, right, Cody? Yeah, it's my number nine. Yeah. So, yeah. Cody, I know you're next, but since you have a super mystery number one pick, I'm going to save you till last, and I'm going to go, <laughs> I'm going to bring my number one at you. Uh, so, my number one is a movie that I was actually kind of mixed on for a little while, and the more that I've thought about it, and the more I've kind of sunk into the themes of it, um, the more I've been able to I think, just appreciate I think I know what, what it is. is. What do you think it is? Um, it's either, I think it's Wind River. Okay. Well, it's Wind River. Thank yeah. you very much. Cody, what do you think? You is, is it, am I right? Throw I have no there. fucking idea okay. what it is, dude. So, yeah, so it's a movie made by a director who I've never really been a big fan of, but What's his, his name? I'll, I'll tell you in a second, but who has really grown on me, and this movie's grown on me. I think there's a lot to unpack. I think it's really fascinating, and that time is going to be generous to this movie. My number one of the year is mother say it uh really mother i see cody and i were super mixed on it but i'm, hang, wow. I'm hanging up now i saw it I'm again up i thought about it it's amazing that is crazy i'm actually kidding it's not mother i just wanted to fuck thank you jesus oh, i was so funny it's very mediocre it's i funny. uh I, no, i'm one, actually really sad you, now <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? I just feel like it. It's fun. Uh, no, my number, number, my number one of the movie, movie of the year is one that kind of I had a sneaking suspicion it would wind up at the top. It ended up winding up, ending up at the top. It's something I saw recently, and I can see myself, much like Battle of the Sexes, watching plenty more times. It hits in my sweet spot of both journalism movies and Tom Hanks movies. My awesome. number one oh. is The Post. Uh, really? So, surprising. if you'll allow me, a very rare moment where I'm going to stop down and not be. A jerk off, basically. <laughs> I just want to talk. So, this last year, 
for me especially, has not been a good one in the sense that this America's kind of it hasn't taken a nosedive, but it's kind of trending downwards in terms of the overall attitudes and the way that things feel and the way that we talk to each other. And this movie's not about curing society's ills, but it's showing that we're still great people can do great things for no other reason than it's the right thing to do. And this movie I played really around really nicely with the idea that uh, the publisher Kay Graham she didn't have to take she didn't have to pick up this fight. The New York she could have left the New York Times hanging in the wind, and she could have said, "Well, I want to keep my money, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna push this any further. We're not gonna print the papers. We're gonna follow what the government said." And that is how you know. That's how fascism is put in. If the Pentagon Papers weren't published and Nixon was who Nixon was, this country would look a lot different. That's a very heroic act that she did. Uh, and this is a story I know a lot about. It was one of my... I, I wrote an essay about it in college, an inside joke for Josh and Cody, <laughs> that I got a good grade on yet again. Uh, and this just... This was a very emotional movie for me. It was one of, two mov- one of three movies that I cried in for... Un- reasons unbeknownst to me and it's just the fourth estate is a very important thing to me and I've I'm very upset that over the past two or so years we have dipped as far as we have into society of saying the news we don't like is fake and yeah as much as I like to joke about daddy I think he's reprehensible and I think that it's going to take a really long time for us to come out of this and to for things to somewhat go back to normal and uh this movie was it was a beacon of hope for me and it made me feel good about this country and what it can do so i'll take the genuine little bullshit mask off and also say i love tom hanks he was awesome whitford was great the whole cast was awesome uh dialogue was excellent there's so many fun little moments uh with like in inside baseball, like the newspaper business, uh, the investigative, uh, investigatory, the journalism stuff, um, and yeah, it's just a movie that I can see myself revisiting time and time again. I love the Post. Steven Spielberg has done it again. So my number one movie of the year is The Post. There you go, <clears throat> Cody. I got to know what is your number one movie so no one has mentioned that this is a first for the real flicks podcast since we've started i haven't my number one has never not been a star wars movie that's true that is true um wow boy i guess canto bite really just fucked me over (laughs) um i i wish i had as noble as a reason for liking my number one as much as you do mason but mine just fucks with my nostalgia and makes me happy when I watch it for some reason. How could this be? It's all just great. And that is Stephen King's It. What? My favorite movie of the year. Wow. It's a movie I, I've watched since um, I bought it again. Even without the orgy? Especially without the train. It's not an orgy. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> We've talked about this. We have at, at nauseum. At like, yeah. um, Wow. It. Did not, didn't see that yeah, it's coming. Just, it's a movie that makes me... I don't even like it for the scary parts. I like it for the parts where the kids are acting like kids. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a, an amazing adaptation of the book, too. It is almost... They almost include everything 
Hmm. And I'm glad they left out some parts, though. Because hmm. it would have been kind of bad. But it's just, it's it's a movie I'll watch over and over again just to make me wow. feel like a kid. I'm shook. Cody is the one who shook me this year. Josh, your your winning streak came to an end. Well, Swiss Army Man doesn't come out again this year. Swiss Army Man two comes out this year, then we might be in for a surprise. So, so what is your what's your forecast for your favorite movie twenty eighteen then? Oh, fuck if I know. I don't know. Uh, my I've what got comes my out this year? Mary Poppins Returns, but I'm also That's an so, there's no way that movie. There no way that movie's that good. It's of course it's Lin Manuel Miranda. Who cares? Lin Manuel's in it. He's he kind of god. Cares. He's the he made the most successful musical of all time. You think he's going to be in a musical that isn't amazing? D- I don't. Whatever. Wow, you cynical. You cynical bastard. <sighs> Damn. Boom. Throwing down that word. Boom. Uh, so let me ask. So we're well over two hours now. So that's fine. Uh, what's well, a couple more? minutes not hours minutes. <laughs> um 2017 in film i'm gonna give my take on it uh i rate a move i rate a movie year by if i could strain on a des- deserted island what what of what year would i take my top five the last year and the year before i would take those top five over the top five i have now but this year is a hell of a lot deeper than last year like Going down to ten, my like a ghost story. I just like I said earlier, it's the for to me, it's the best movie of the year, and it's my number ten. So, I think this was a very very good year for film. Probably the best that of the last five that I've been actively seeking out and watching movies. So, uh, like I said, just in terms of, it's a very deep bench. I, I should say. So, I loved it. Great year for film, Cody. What do you think about twenty seventeen? To put a capper on it. Pretty good. Uh, I don't know. I feel like, in general, the movies have been better this year than they have been. But, like, last year had really good top-tier movies. Right. Um, I mean, it, it just it hit nostalgia. It, I think this was more of a TV year than it was a movie year. Really? Okay. Okay, you got your Stranger Things. I mean, it was more of a Netflix year. Hmm. I'll take your word for it. I didn't watch much Netflix. Uh, Josh, final thoughts on 2017 in film before we get out of here. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. How does it stack up to 16, 15, 14, 13? Um, I think 2015 is still like that, one of those best years in a really long time. But this is up there. Yeah. I agree. I think it's best picture twenty fifteen. A spotlight. That spotlight. Yeah. Man, it says Birdman. Oh no, that's twenty fifteen, <laughs> but four fourteen. Like that's the twenty fifteen uh, Oscars, but it's for twenty fourteen. It's confusing. Uh, twenty fourteen was great too. Yeah, it was pretty solid. Interstellar that year, best uh, sci-fi film probably yeah. ever made. Well, so no, uh, that would, no. Beep. That's Dawn beep, of the Apes. Beep, so. beep. But that Beep. movie was oh, right. that funny. movie was on today on um FX when I was ah, leaving I work. Saw that. Yeah, that was... and I was like, and then I remembered like, oh my god, the little twink is in that movie too. <laughs> Does not look good on TV, by the way. So and not as good on TV. So, I, that yeah. that would be. I mean, it's not worth the hundred and fifty dollar price tag, but yeah. Interstellar would be worth getting in four K. Yeah, I think so too. Like I said, I'm starving yeah. Nolan. See where I go. 
so that'll do it. That's 2017, fellas. Wow. What a what a journey. So I can only hope for a better year next year. This year I mean, I think this year is set up for disappointment, unfortunately, just because of what of how strong this year's been. So But uh yeah. Can't wait to see what uh what the next few months have in store. So until next time, you can follow us at underscore Reflex on the Twitter. Leave an iTunes review, all that good stuff. Uh, and uh, send us your list if you got one. We'd love to see it. So until next time, Josh, Cody, take it easy. See you in 2018. Happy Spoiler alert. We're in 2018 now. Ah. Happy New Year. Yay. Toodaloo. Bye-bye. Kissing the new year in. Let's watch the old year die with a fond goodbye and our hopes as high as a kite. How can our love go wrong if we start the new year right? Watch the old year die with a fond goodbye and our hopes as high as a kite. How can our love go wrong if we start the new year?